We are recording, right? We're Am I wrong? Recording. Okay, recording. I was going to say we've for been for a while. Yeah, we've, okay. we've been recording. halfway through the praise freaking... Jesus. Um, What's the opposite of the elevator? What's like the slowest form of of transportation? <laughs> the, the escalator pitch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Chris's escalator pitch of <laughs> in the cold place or wherever it is. <laughs> To murder in a cold place. <laughs> where, goes, where Chris goes through the plot, but also mentions like Kevin Degrees of Seven Bacon of every single actor that's been there. Kevin Degrees of Seven Bacon. The Kevin Degrees is what you just said. Seven or no, Kevin, Kevin Degrees, degrees of, of Seven, seven bacon. bacon. When I believe it's Six Degrees. <laughs> no, it's Seven. It's Seven. Is it? I thought it was it's Six Degrees. It's Six. It's six degrees. Degrees. Oh, oh, degrees. I Kevin Bacon. I think what you were doing was fusing Six and Kevin in your mind. And six. You it is Six. Six degrees of Kevin Bacon. That I do was, think one must say though that was one of the most incredible transpositions I have ever. Like heard. I know it's based on six degrees of separation, but seven degrees of Kevin Bacon does have an internal rhyme to it. Seven Kevin. Yeah, that we should have Another episode of Why Did We Watch This, the podcast where three friends sit down, have a trouble, have a nice drink, have a trouble drink, have a trouble drink, watch a nice movie, and don't know it's great. <laughs> and then the, the, the evening's over. We all go home happy. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's the reverse. Oh that scratch that reverse. Yeah, it's the worst one. Oh, you're such a Wonka. We have a nice drink. We, have, we watch a troubled movie. We talk about what was, what was bad and how we could fix it because we're so much better than Hollywood. That's right. We are. Or whatever lesser Eastern European studio yes. might be doing your movie. We're here with the mini episode. We'll be announcing our next movie. But first, I am your host, Lee Delahanty. I'm Christopher Helm. I'm Brendan Drischler. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. It is time for our yearly holiday film. Yeah, Woo! holiday spectaculars, baby. It's that time Jingle of bells. year. Snowflake. Falling. And for this year's film, we have really been running thin on titles. Yes, we have been. Listen, there's only so many Christmas movies out there. Right. And there's also the, the, there's also like only so many shitty ones we actually want to watch. Exactly. You know? It's like, that's the thing too. It's like, there's a lot of, to be quite clear, crappy Christmas movies, and, but you have to like sell us on this. And there's also, there is a precedent for... Um, you know, kind of stepping outside of it being strictly Christmas. Last year, we did what would be considered a New Year's Eve film. Well, we did that in, we did January. That in January. Did we really? Yeah, we did. We did, we did a date for Christmas in That's December. Right. Yeah, yeah. We do have we do have a, a short list of New Year's theme movies. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, but where we went to this year is the 2015 movie called. Christmas Eve. What's that you say? A 2015 movie called Christmas Eve? I never heard of such a thing. What a generic title. What does this even mean? What are you talking about? Well, shut up. I'm talking about the movie Christmas Eve from 2015, directed by a fellow named Mitch Davis, starring Patrick Stewart, John Heater, James Rodea Rodriguez, Cheryl Hines, Margaret Clooney. I feel like I'm drifting away from like actors. Max Casella. He's a guy I know. How weird. Um, and now we're like really drifting away into, you know, like the nether regions here. But it's about a group, uh, six different groups of people on Christmas Eve, ostensibly in New York City. Six different groups. That's so many people. I know it is, right? Is, this is a lot. This is, it, is, is it really like Budapest or something? I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> like it, there, are, there are definite like establishing shots of New York, but a lot of this is shot in Eastern Europe. Mm. Uh, they are all stuck in various elevators on Christmas Eve because of a power out. Mm. So we follow these groups of people. It's a little bit of love, actually, but it's a little bit more religious because the director has done some Mormon stuff and it was executive produced by Larry King's wife at the time, who is very (laughs) religious, apparently, who also appears as a character in the movie. And I'm sure if you watch this movie, you could tell what character she plays because it's the character who is the least compelling as a human being (laughs) and the least likely to be done by an actual actor. Anyway, wow. James Rode's character name is the letter B. The letter B? Mm-hmm. That's all it says. I didn't I didn't remember. I don't even remember who James Rode is in B. this movie. It's B. Your friend B. B. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we'll be watching that movie and uh, we'll have thoughts on it, I am sure, come, you know, 
uh, two weeks from now. But the drink, of course, that we are making for this is called a Spritzmas Eve. It's <laughs> one ounce of gin, a quarter ounce of cranberry syrup, half an ounce of orange juice, and some sparkling wine. You just add the gin, the cranberry syrup, and the orange juice, and some ice into a cocktail shaker. Shake it up well, strain it into a flute glass, top it with some sparkling wine, and give it a little orange twist as garnish. It's going to be simple and Christmassy. Can I share something? You may. <laughs> like so the movie's horrendously bad on reviews i suspect but then at the bottom of the, like the review section of wikipedia it says jared whitley of the star trek fan site trek movie gave the film three out of four stars <laughs> so it's got it's got the star trek fan base sewn up <laughs> yes, I was like, what? all you got to do is throw patrick stewart in a movie and the star trek fan base will show up to review it basically yeah <laughs> All right, well, that's what we will be then. And uh, two weeks from now, we'll be watching a Christmas movie that no one knows exists. Yep. I can't wait. Yep. In the meantime. In the meantime. We've watched a lot of holiday trash. So much trash. If you've listened to us before, we've talked about we this. We've talked about movies that we like. We've talked about we've made our own with the games. You know, It's a high season for Christmas yes, trash. Yes, it absolutely yeah. is. So going off that. So going off that, what I decided to do... Um, so we talked about like a few different games or ideas we could do for a holiday thing. Brackets are hard because I think for a bracket you really have to have a deep knowledge and a recent history with the thing that you're talking about. Right. Well, I mean, the whole like the seating of a bracket is such like an art yeah, unto yeah, itself. Yeah, the even positioning follow. of a right. bracket. I, I don't know even how to. Follow. No, I, I right. Like you, I feel like you you would have to like set aside an hour of time at least to make up like the seeds for your bracket, yeah. which is. A pretty big commitment for a dumb, frivolous game. Yeah. Listen, so, Listen, I have too much nothing to do with my right. free time, okay? So what we can do, um, which I think is a good idea, is for for holiday trash, I yep. want to do a tier list. Yep. So we have these, you know, people have seen these. It's sort of um, where it goes, like, the, the we, S tier. You're familiar with S tier at the top, yeah, obviously. Yeah, we got S, we got A, B, C, and D. Now, right, we can in that order, now, descending. this is a template that I've made. If we decide, if we start going through and, like, we feel like we're adding too many To, like, one bottom, category? We can, like, We have to, like, add, like divvy yeah, up. Yeah, if we, if we have, like, too many S's <laughs> and, we, and we need to, like, really separate the cream from the crop, <laughs> we can add, like, an SS. <laughs> oh, sure, sure, sure. Or okay. we can add, like, an, an S. star. <laughs> S premium. Yeah. Or we could, if we have a lot of D's, we could add an F. For like, we should be so lucky as to have a lot of D's, <laughs> honey. So anyway, anyway, it's just it's it's a live, it's a living document. Right it's a now. living, breathing document. I don't know how many like movies the there US are. Constitution. It's a lot. I think there were at least how many rows were there in that sheet? Uh, there were probably at least thirty. I would say yeah, at least there's 30 probably thirty movies yeah. here. Um, the pictures are kind of small, but we can zoom right. in to look at them. But and to be fair, also here. a lot of the pictures don't always help you know what the movie <laughs> yeah. exactly about. So if if anyone, we're gonna have to like maybe we actually look some of these up as we right. go. Right. I, I yeah. Right, because a lot of them are just pleasant white people smiling yeah. and holding each other. Yeah, I, uh, so, I suspect yes. we're gonna have a lot of S's. I don't know. Yes, I think we. I think we might too. So I think we might have to create that that upper level echelon. Yes, <laughs> yes, the S yeah. star. So, <laughs> all right, let's just go from t- left to right. All right, left to right. Bottom. So we got. We're starting with a Beauty and the Beast Christmas. Right, which I believe was Ion. Yeah, Actually, let me pull that up so I can, I like, cannot. narrate. The Ion ones are truly unhinged. The Ion, yeah, right. We've talked about this before, but Ion Christmas movies tend to be the most unhinged of all well, Christmas trash. Because Ion kind of doesn't exist as a channel. You know well, they, I, mean? I mean, they do. I, they I are. They do, but, yeah. but yeah. I just mean in the same way we've covered movies that don't exist. But they're, I, not, like, they're not, like, bound by the same rules code. of reality. Right? <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. The moral code. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they don't have Ion... the same ethics as Hallmark or Hallmark. right, didn't, right. Didn't Ion have uh, uh, um, Shatner do ads for them for a while? I don't know, maybe, maybe. I honestly don't remember I that. Have such a memory. I can't, of that. So what what I can't remember is if Ion Channel has some kind of vague religious affiliation or not. I don't know either. But, um, but Beauty anyway. and Beast Christmas. This yes. is the one where it's a it's an influencer who like burns her head. Very. What? A, yes. She put, she puts like a bad hair dye in her hair because she's doing like a hair dye challenge on mm-hmm. live Instagram or something. <laughs> yes. And she like scars herself horribly. Okay. Um. And it's like a hugely humiliating thing because she's live on Insta or something right. when she's doing it. And as like so she kind of takes like a her her following takes a huge nosedive as a result. And to like make up for it, there's this like pro skater like a Tony Hawk style <laughs> guy. Okay. Who. Like, also is having a bad time in the press for some reason. I forget why. Um, and because they're both having a bad time in the press, like, their their managers come together and are like, you guys should pretend to date for Christmas. Right. Um, and they hate each other, but they don't know each other. 
They just hate each other on principle. Yes. I guess. So by the like an enemies to lovers. Pa- pa- it, it was Pax. Ion used to be Pax. That's the what I, That's I what was, you're looking at. Yeah. I was just finding yeah, that. So too. it's vaguely religious, but not I, overtly it, religious. It, well, and in function, they mostly just run uh, procedurals that they have licenses. Right. Yeah. There's not a whole lot of exciting shit going down. They don't do a lot of originals, work. except around Christmas. Except around Christmas, as we see here. So is it good? Have we. It's. I would, it's not S. That's for Dan. Yeah, no, I, I unequivocally agree. Having you, you have not watched this. No, we yeah. and I have both watched. I am this. curious, like, how deep do we go into the beauty and beast of it? Not really. I mean, it's it's all. a very flimsy like framing concept for Got the movie. It. Yeah, it's like, it's almost it's almost entirely an original concept of like you know boy and girl at loggerheads with each other will they fall in love at the end of the day? That's really yeah. original. Yeah, <laughs> it's really original. But he yeah. has a. It's never been done before. <laughs> he has a son or daughter. I forget, but I know that there he is a child. He has a child, yes. and there's some deaf child as well, yeah. because she knows sign language, and that endears him to her. Right, that sounds right. You know, this is sounding... Endears her to him. Yeah. This is sounding wacky enough to maybe take it out of the lowers. But... I think it's, yeah, I think it's somewhere in the middle. Do you but think I don't it's know a C? If it's, I don't know if it's a... It's not a C. I think it's either a B or an A. I would say B. For me, this Let's is a it in the B. B. I think it's not quite, it's not quite, like, okay. fun enough to be an A or legitimately good enough yeah. to be an A. So, okay, the next two we're going to have to do. Okay, yeah, so cri- we'll have to do Christmas Kiss yeah. first. So Christmas <laughs> Kiss, Kiss, which I believe is another Ion movie. I'll have to double check that real quick. Um, Makes sense. Christmas Kiss, Christmas Kiss. Yeah, was also Ion. So Christmas Kiss is a movie that ostensibly takes place in Boston, is what I will say first of all. Which is one, <laughs> Yes, okay. Which is one of the reasons why I love it. It's one of the flimsiest, like, this is Boston movies ever. Uh, girl is doing set design for a ballet, the Nutcracker Suite, which we all know the Nutcracker Suite is the name of the ballet. They're doing one performance like the day before Christmas. <laughs> she also works as the assistant for like a real CEO girl boss type. Sure. And the CEO girl boss type has a boyfriend who's super rich. And she's like, rich boyfriend's going to propose to me at some point. I just yeah. know he will. But like rich boyfriend's kind of a spineless drip. And so he doesn't really care that much. Well, uh, assistant is going to girl boss's house like before Christmas to do some shit or whatever. She and boyfriend get stuck in the elevator. She doesn't know who he is. He doesn't know who she is because she has on eye makeup. And it's like a what? tiny mask. Yeah, she has like a very flimsy mask. And like this, a domino mask? Yes. And this allows him to not recognize who she is for the rest of the movie. <laughs> they kiss because the elevator like judders slightly. And it's like, oh no, are we going to die? And they kiss in the elevator. <laughs> and then like, and then the doors open up. And Somehow I might have seen some of this. Okay. <laughs> the doors open up and he's like, got split and runs away. And then the rest of the movie, she's like, oh, she finds out that this is her boss's boyfriend. Who yeah. she wants to, like the boss wants, like really thinks that they're going to marry. But like her drippy boyfriend kind of fell in love with the assistant not knowing still that this is the woman he kissed on the elevator got it and she also has a roommate who is like super bargain basement Emily Blunt <laughs> which is one of the things that I remember a lot about it she's still British or are we so bargain basement she's like well she's American something. but yeah <laughs> okay. she just looks like a cheap Emily Blunt and so then you know of course obviously they get together at the end blah 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 this um this movie ends it's one of my favorite things it ends with like a shot of the newspaper as like the two leads are announcing their engagement and you can freeze frame on the newspaper and see what they wrote for the article is it and it's, no it's like it's like some insane person literally wrote like this guy who I met at the Berkshire said she was a really good designer we don't know much about her parents because they haven't showed up in the entire movie but I guess they're here <laughs> and it's like it's it literally feels like someone like as a joke, some, just, design, some set designer right, was just yeah, like, yeah, like some intern was like just having sex. fun, like shitting out this article at the end of the day. Yeah. So for me, Christmas Kiss, obviously, the, the best thing about it that I can say is that it's ostensibly Boston, which is fun to me. Yeah. It's always fun to see a movie that is set where I live, even right. though it has no actual relation to Boston. Even when they are shot here, though, mm-hmm. it is always so fascinating to me the places they choose, right? What yes. they try to tell you one place is when, like, well, we know differently, yeah. Uh, and it is also damaged by the fact that um, the two leads are incredible fucking drips and oh, you don't no. care about them. The f- best part is, so it's Elizabeth Rom who plays the CEO, girl boss. That name sounds very You familiar. probably would recognize her. But 
So the thing that I love the most is at the end, at the end of the movie, when she finds out that her boyfriend is falling with her assistant, mm-hmm. her plan to get the boyfriend to marry her is to call the Boston Globe and be like, I've got a hot anonymous tip that this rich guy is going to propose to me. Yeah. You should probably run it in the newspaper. And so then she finds a ring that the boyfriend had bought for her, but then she gets a call from the jeweler. The jeweler calls the boyfriend. She picks up his phone and is like, hello, boyfriend's not here. How can I help you? <laughs> oh, this is the jeweler? You're asking if he could return, like he's called, asked about returning the ring. And so what she does is she like pulls the ring out of his pocket, shows it to him and is like, you're going to propose to me? Yes, yes, yes. I'll marry you. Yes, yes, yes. And he's just too spineless to be like, no, I wasn't going to marry you. I'm going to leave you and date assistant instead. And he's just like, Oh Which God. is truly like the hallmark of a guy you want to spend the rest of your life yeah. with. This guy who can right. be browbeat. Just goes along yeah. with it. And to her credit, this plan actually works for quite a while. I, so, I realized I know Elizabeth Rom from Law and Order. There it is. Yeah, she was in Law and Order. So for me, I would put this one probably in B also, mm-hmm. I would say. Because again, the leads are so fucking boring, but you almost have fun because one, as people who live in Boston, it's fun seeing them try to pretend what things are Boston. Right. And Elizabeth Rom is so kind of fun and unhinged in this that it's it has its pleasures in that sense. Now, there is a sequel to it called A Christmas Kiss 2. And what is the connection between the to it's elizabeth rom elizabeth rom is back but she's reformed she's done a face turn and the events of the first movie have made her good oh god yes the same character but she's she's grown right yes like you meet her like i don't know like several minutes into the movie and you're like oh it's the same woman but she's smiling and happy and later she talks to one of the characters and is like you know, I had some awful shenanigans the other Christmas where I almost didn't get the boy I wanted, but then I decided to, like, let love be my guide, and now I'm wow. dating this weird British photographer Congrats. guy. Uh, this movie is... So she's not the main character. No, she is, she is like a side character okay. who pops up a couple times. The thing that I will say about this movie, again, ostensibly, uh, ostensibly located in Boston clearly filmed in California somewhere. They go to an outdoor shopping mall in the middle of winter, which is, of course, a thing that we have yep. in Boston. Uh, it is... Roughly 70 degrees out when they're filming this movie. No one looks like they're in the winter whatsoever. (laughs) This also has a much lesser crazy scheme from lead guy's ex-girlfriend, who in order to make the main female character think that he is going to leave her and get back with his evil ex-girlfriend... She invites the ex-boyfriend over, and then she, the guy's like, I've had a, such a long day at work. I'm so tired. I just have to go to bed. And she's like, okay. And he falls asleep instantly on the couch. She cuddles up to him, unbuttons his shirt, and, like, ruffles his hair, and, like, takes a selfie of the two of them together, and, like, kisses him. And while he is asleep, he, like, smiles as she's kissing him, and she's like... Look at the hot photo of our post-coital lovemaking session and sends it to the main character. So this is, I think, to be fair, a much less unhinged plan than calling the Boston Globe and having them report on your engagement. Yeah. But up there. Still pretty crazy. Still pretty crazy. They both involve somebody that's like unhingedly trying to steal your man. Yes, by going through a very elaborate plan that should never by any means work and yet somehow manages to work for quite a while. Yeah. That being said, the leads are also boring as fuck. Is there a Christmas kiss in this though? Like Yes, they I think it's another thing where like they meet in an ele- they meet cute in an elevator because like this happens all the time. So part of the kiss verse is that you must meet, meet, in, an meet in an elevator, and kiss. kiss in an elevator. Yes, that and is what that is what the titular Christmas are, kiss is. When are we going to finally get people kissing in a gay elevator? Oh, someday, honey. Twenty thirty-five. Yeah, Christmas kiss three. Yeah. So this for me would be C. It's not nearly as like fun didn't as the first up to one. The hype. No, it did not. It's, it is a sequel that doesn't live up to the promise of the original. Yeah. I can't think of another movie though that brings back the villain. And like redeems her. And reforms her. them. Yeah. That's no. that's just a that's a very unique move. Right. For a movie of this it's kind. it's it's very it's just very strange in general because like this movie need not have been a sequel to anything. You know, this could have just been an individual movie. And for whatever reason, they're like, oh no, we need connective tissue. This is a sequel to this movie. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, what's next? Christmas movie. Christmas, Christmas movie. Christmas. Which is what we had talked about. A movie we had talked about possibly doing. Right. Yeah. I think he's still it, the only one that's seen. Okay. The premise is these two sisters, one who loves Christmas movies, like Hallmark-style Christmas movies, one who doesn't care so much about them, fall asleep, wake up in a Christmas movie. Mm -hmm. And so one of them is, like, resisting everything about it, and the other one is like, this is fucking great. I love it. 
this in theory should be like pretty fun to do. This right. should be pretty fun to play with. However, the movie is shot in this, I looked it up. It's like some village in the Midwest that is like heavily German influenced. So all the locations look almost like a shitty Epcot kind of thing. <laughs> and so, but like, and like you think about these Hallmark movies and it's like, you're not in like a Christmas village. You're in like fucking McMansions somewhere in right, Canada. Yeah. Like and this is, it looks very like aggressively like a set. Right. Or, or it's, it's just the most generic looking like by dint of the fact that there are shooting on location in a village with some like Eastern European influence to it, you've already like distanced yourself from what it is that you're trying to parody. So on the other hand though, it has my favorite Hallmark hunk of all time, Brent Daughtry, who I think is just like the best. He's, what else have you seen him in? Oh my God. I've seen Chris. I've seen everything he's done on the Hallmark <laughs> channel. I'm not <laughs> shitting you. Brent, Brent, but I'm sure it'll Wait, come. So, so this, so that's in there. Was this on Hallmark or was this on Lifetime? I think this was on Ion also. I have to double check. Fucking Ion. I don't know that I've seen him in anything. I don't know that you have either. He's a cutie. Yeah, he has like the energy of a puppy in this movie because he's playing like this goofy, like he's a cookie shop owner who loves Christmas. And like, <laughs> it's one of the, it is one of like one of those good things. There's like a little girl who seems sure. to have no parents who's constantly wandering around. They're like, where are like, where is this child's parents? Like, <laughs> yeah. why is she here all the time? Um, so I give it credit for a solid premise and for having Brent Doherty in it so I can just watch him. Uh, that being said, it does not live up to its execution or like to the promise of it. So I would throw it in C. It you throw it in C. I would throw it in C because I think, well, okay, wait, B is the middle, right? Yeah. Throw it in B. Okay. Yeah. B is middle it, tier. It reminds me of, there's a Hallmark movie coming up that I really want to watch and it's Where Are You Christmas? Where oh, I watched that. I oh. threw it on here, I think. You did? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. I really wanted to check that out because I'm like, what a bonkers premise to basically combine a Christmas movie and Pleasantville. I'll go into it briefly. Next, we've got A Christmas to Treasure, which was one of the gay ones that yeah. Lifetime did. Oh, I liked that one. Did you I see that one? I finished this one. Okay. This is the one with the, his best friend is like 20 years older than him, right? <laughs> um, Do you remember? Wait. Oh, uh, is, is that the... That's the one with Michael Yuri and no i don't know this wait is the this, one where he goes what back. else do you think is a tell us what else you okay. think about there was a well, there was a gay one where he goes back to his hometown and uh -huh. there's like a, a lady's home that's like okay in danger right and they're like oh we love that lady's home i think this is it yeah, yeah. Okay. But like his he has this female best friend and his she she does look and she's older. just like does not look the same age as everyone else <laughs> i think it's also that one of the leads yeah. one of the leads has like a very fillered face yeah. so he looks kind of I don't want to say younger than her, but like you know, like he he is made to look like he is younger than he yeah, is. Yeah, I just like I I wasn't sure how old they were supposed to be. Kyle Dean Massey is one of the guys, and Taylor Frey, who was in It Chapter Two. Oh, okay. Who okay. is one of the not the gay who dies in the beginning right, of it, Chapter right, right. Two? I have it sort of sorted out as like the one that has Catherine Najimy. Right. One that this has, is you know, yeah. Like... No, this this one I think does not have any other like recognizable actors okay. in it, but it is kind of an ensemble type movie because you do sort of to a lesser extent deal with all the other characters who are paired off trying to figure out like yeah. they're all trying to find keys is what it is because once they find all these keys they can open a box that's been buried that turns out to have like. I want to say it was like stock options or right. something in it. Yeah. It's basically like a, I mean, it is ostensibly like, oh, yay, like we got this prize, but we all know what the true prize was. Well, it is that. But like the thing that I do kind of like is that like the main character is like, but like, I'm not going to give up my portion of this prize to like save this house. Like I could use this to like help my business Live. and do other yeah. shit. And everyone's <laughs> like, oh, he's so selfish. Uh, the other thing I love too is when they open it up and when they uncover like they're like why it's worth X number of dollars which is almost enough to save the house and they turn to like uh, what like two of the people who are in a couple and they're like if you guys give up your share we could save the house which is like fucking presumptuous right. is all hell to say right. to your friends. Also dependent on them. Why right. Is it, why is it their response? Right. Well and I think they say something like we have enough money we're fine but like nonetheless <laughs> I don't care like even if I'm living comfortably if someone was like oh you there here's $40,000 dollars you didn't expect to get i'd probably still be like i could use this forty thousand dollars i mean also like what it must be like to not need more money right i know right like <laughs> so come to like to just be doing this quest for money for fun right, right, right. Not, you don't actually care about it. you're just long for the loss i have no skin in this game mm -hmm. but you know yeah right right <laughs> this money means nothing to me yeah i would say this movie for me is one that's a fairly solid premise but doesn't really bring a whole lot to the table aside from the gay aspect it's, it's of it. It's not super memorable. Right. I like I, I think the gay relationship is pretty well handled. Yeah. And that's 
kind of the best I can say. It's not the best example of a gay movie of this. Era. I would agree. It's the le- it's the lesser of the gay one. Yeah, yeah I, I think I, I I think I'd agree. I would say it doesn't do anything because off- it's it's always weird, right? Like I never want to overpraise a gay Christmas movie just mm-hmm. for like doing something basic, like right. your gay people seem human, right? Um, but <laughs> you have made a person, and they and I think they do that, and I don't think either of the leads feel like caricatures, even though one has way too much. Of yeah, but um, but so yeah, it's like it's fine. It's right. not particularly memorable. It is more memorable if they go like horribly wrong. Then you're like, oh, I, I right, like that if one. yeah, right. It's it's like you either have to be legitimately good, like a few of these are, or you have to be so unhinged that it becomes <laughs> memorable. And yeah. this one is kind of like in the middle for me. So, what do you guys? A lot of B's. So yeah, far. I'm gonna say C. Do you say C? I don't I can, know. I I didn't finish it. If that okay. gives you anything. Let's do C. I, I'm fine with sticking with C. As we know for now. So a Christmas witness, which I feel okay. like I watched, right? Because is isn't this one? isn't this the guy from? Um, He's in the mafia. No, I was gonna. But isn't he from <laughs> um, something yes. borrowed? Isn't this the guy from something borrowed? Is it? I'll look real quick. You you explain it to me. You explain yeah. So it. the movie is. Um, He's a he's like an informant for the mafia. He, okay. In the beginning, like they get busted, the mafia, the the boss that he's in, and he like goes turncoat to like. Confess. This is Colin Egglesfield, who was in who's Something in. So Borrowed, he's who, the who is the picture of Tom Cruise who stars in Something Borrowed. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so he's the sad face. Yes, one? yes, that's him. <laughs> <laughs> this is let's be it this, this is more his speed this yeah. sort of this ilk he should like, be doing these come across in this movie um i don't remember him very well he's, he's i remember fun. right i remember being fine like it's yeah. one of those things where it's like this is like this is his lane like he should be playing the blandly attractive guy in these movies yeah. uh but yeah he has to he gets like paired up with this like witsec fbi lady i don't know she's not i don't know which one she is yeah you normally you would have witsec but i think she might be fbi because i don't think they looked too hard at yeah what, what happened. I, i'm sure yeah i'm <laughs> sure whoever wrote this did not have a deep knowledge of how this process actually works um but she has to like sort of keep him like in a hotel until it's time for the trial right keep him on the down low and the thing that happened to him is what happens to all strangers forced to stay in a hotel room under duress in a terrible weird situation they fall in love yeah (laughs) but they go out they have like they go to christmas parties and they fall in love and it's it's good it's good but i would i would it's no higher than a B for sure. It's not. I like, think I think B is a safe place for this. Yeah, it's it's it has a good the premise. Honestly, I I would say B or C, but it's I for me it would be B just because I yeah. think the premise is it's a good premise. so bizarre so as crazy. a Christmas movie that it must attention must be paid. Yeah. Okay. We got a, a whopper. Yeah. One next. A date by Christmas Eve, which we have already covered before on this podcast, so we need not really go into it yes. too much. Yes. Fish. 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 I'm tempted to throw this straight into D. Me too. I think D is good. I think <laughs> so. This movie. Yeah. I think this movie has. This movie are so not okay. Right. No. This yeah. movie has two things. One is like a kernel of an interesting premise, and I think Dear Evan Williams is like a, a pleasant lead. <laughs> I, I, don't you remember what we Dear said Evan that if we, if we ever did another movie with him and we have to make a drink with Evan Williams whiskey in it. Yes, of course. Um, Speaking of Dear Evan Williams, it does have a Dear Evan Hansen kind of manipulation. Yes, yeah. where it's like a psychotic yes. person that the movie is like, but this is pretty okay, yeah, right? It's, it's like, like making so it's, this person it's like It's the me. interesting premise of uh, working by, reality. By dint of <laughs> the Christmas theme applied to the dating app where our main gal works, um, I also due to magic from Mrs. Claus played by Morgan Fairchild. Right. Um, anyone that she puts on her naughty list, which could just mean anyone that anyone at all in her life, uh, who I guess is also on the app. Otherwise I don't know how this would work. You're and, thinking too much about it. Um, she basically just decides things that she thinks other people should change or do or need or want. They just, yeah, they just and then so and it just happens, right? It's just and it. it's it's a like be careful what you wish for sort of bullshit. Yeah, it's like a monkey spot. She makes her right. her friend more it, assertive by force. Yeah. Oh I would say sorry, dear Evan Williams, you tried yeah. your best, but this you, is D tier. Do you remember how we know that her friend's independence streak has gone way too far? She's gonna get a motorcycle. <laughs> That's right. Uh, this is, I think, is another Brendan movie. I've oh yeah, so this is a new one from this what year called A Heidelberg Holiday, which I appreciate because I like it when they shoot on location. It happens very rarely, but every now and then they'll throw the money at someone and be like, "Here, go to Europe and actually film it in this location." So the things I like about this, 
It's got local color, basically. And the lead is a real German hunk. Uh, a real German hunk. A real authentic Accent German hunk, yes. It's, the premise is basically he's not this. He's it, he's a real No, German. he is a real German guy. Uh, so it's basically about a woman who gets a slot at a Christmas market in Heidelberg, Germany. And like while she is, you know, selling all these ornaments and hoping that the ornament shipment she made is going to get there on time and will they arrive broken yeah. and the blah, 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 all the crap that falls through that. It's basically her and him just kind of like getting to know each other while walking through a lot of really nice looking locations in Germany. Yeah. So like, honestly... The whole subplot about, you know, like, the Christmas market ornaments. Well, I get them in time, and oh, no, now they're broken. What will I do with all the pre-orders that I've made? Like, that's boring, and I don't care about it. But the lead is attractive, and it's got good locations. So for me, I would throw this in B. B, huh? B. You're not A? Nothing's A-worthy yet? I don't think this one's quite A-worthy okay. yet. Oh, man. The next one, though. Oh, wow. Tale of Two Christmases. I don't remember this one. Okay, so Tale of Two Christmas it. is the Sliding Doors oh, movie, where it is a woman, <laughs> and you have two timelines going consecutively. Is this just a train and, a crit and Old Man is in it? Christopher Lloyd is in it? No, that's... I know what you're talking about. That's a different movie. Okay. I can't remember anything about it, but I know. It's got... Christopher Lloyd and Leah Thompson. Yes. So it's, like, almost <laughs> a Back to the Future reunion. It's almost, yeah. Yeah. But this wow. one is, like... Does she, like one story is she manages to catch her flight and go home for Christmas. The other one is she misses her flight and stays behind in the city. And she sort of like starts seeing that den of sin. Yes, that den of inequity. And she starts seeing a coworker who seemed kind of interesting to her. Of course, we find out as this goes on that like the coworker, the coworker just, sucks. Yeah, and like he has all these friends it who sucks. don't really love Christmas. It's, it's, I'm it's, done with this movie already. Yes, is it because they all love the city too much. Yes, and, and they're like, yeah, like like we don't have Christmas trees at our fancy parties blah 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 and when she to be fair the guy who she's supposed to get with when she goes home is pretty cute but the entire it's one of those things again much like sliding doors where you know when she goes home she keeps fucking it up because she's such an insufferable pain in the ass and the guy like doesn't want to get with her at the Uh end and then it's like oh no like i fucked up both my timelines and santa's like We'll send you back to the beginning and you can do it right this time. Yeah. So it's like, then she wakes up and she's able to make the flight to the airport and she's able to call her coworker and be like, I'm not feeling you, sorry. Not unlike 13 going on 30. Yes, it is. There's yeah. a little bit of that. <laughs> there's also some of that thrown in for fun. Uh, so again, I love the idea of a sliding doors premise that could be done well. This is not it. We also know, canonically, I do not think Sliding Doors does the premise well. I love the movie Sliding Doors. I you know, don't really care you. for it. It is the name of that premise. Yes, I know it is. <laughs> and, I think, and I think it does it badly. Yet to be done well. Um, I'm going to be honest. I haven't seen this movie, yeah. but the whole just like anti-city propaganda. Andy's, I'm ready to throw it in D. Yeah, yeah, yeah throw it in. Exactly. Amy, <laughs> you dump that tale two Christmases in D. Fuck you and your anti-city life. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes the city is fine. Yeah, yeah. that's the thing too, right? We have to acknowledge, and like some, to be fair, some of these movies are like, you know, what city is okay. I also like, yeah. think it's insane that whenever they try to claim that like city life is somehow antithetical to happiness, which is bananas, but also antithetical to Christmas. I'm like, have you been in a city during yeah, I all know. times? It's yeah. everywhere. We love Christmas here. Christmas markets. <laughs> yes. Hello. All right, guys. Now. The first S. Now. This has got to be agree. What is timeless it? Christmas. A timeless oh, Christmas. <laughs> a magical time traveling Christmas is movie. Is this the one where he loves pizza, but they they didn't shoot him eating it? So what they he does shoot. love pizza. That is a thing. And is that the one based on the book? And then they give you a pizza recipe in the back. It was yeah. Yeah, I read the okay, I read the book. Yeah, I agree. This is S tier. Yeah, that guy is. Hot. He, he is, is hot. hot as hell. Yeah, he is one. Of, he is one of. He is also in the S tier of Hallmark yeah. comics. I think. Um. I read the book, by the way, and in the book, do you know what they, there's like an epilogue where it explains like how he lives in the future. Yeah. Um, which is that he like makes a living, like recreating like retro technology for like films and like museums and stuff. You know, he's like a props Kind of sweet. And that nice. works. Yeah, yeah. Like he's like, cause he knows how all the like industrial technology works. And right. Still, like, so just to throw yeah. this real quick, it's about a, a wealthy man from the early 1900s <laughs> who... Basically, like, falls asleep one night and wakes up many, many years in the future. Because of his magic timepiece. Right. There is a magic, there's a magic Christmas clock at play here. Yeah. And he wakes up and his house has been turned into a museum and it's full of, like, people who work there and they're, like, playing the servants of the house and being like, oh, like, Master So-and-so can't come down right now. And the woman, the lead woman, is, like, one of the people in charge of the museum. She did her dissertation on this guy. Like, specifically that. Specifically this guy, yeah. And so it's just the relationship between these two people. It's, It's sort of a, um... 
uh, Alex and Emma. Is that the one that I'm thinking of? No, you're thinking no. of um, uh, Hugh Jackman and Meg Ryan. What's it called? Oh, Kate and Leopold. Kate and Leopold. It's kind <laughs> yes. of it's kind of a Kate and Leopold, except you don't have the progressive ending of her deciding to go back in time yeah. to the well, 1900s and being like, "This is better for me." They give for me what is the only correct ending with any of those kinds of. You stories. have to go in the future. Yeah, you yeah. just live here in the future. You have to stay in the future, or else it's just someone's going to be fucking miserable. Or, they, or you go back, or the guy goes back and you stay there, and there's just like a. And you're just like, that was fun, right? Yeah, you sort of have like that understanding between the two of you. Like, yeah. our lives have been improved by meeting each other, yeah. but and we then cannot. You, and you find, like, a note in the floorboards that's like, I still loved you. And right, and, all yeah. these years. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a daguerreotype of a dick pic or something. <laughs> hey, girl. You up? Still here? All right, a very merry mix-up. I've never seen A very merry mix-up is M. Night Shyamalan's The Visit, but a Christmas movie. <laughs> what? Yes. No. Yeah. Have I seen this one? The... This is the one where it's the it's the woman who like thinks who's going with her fiance back to visit his family who she's never met before. Yeah, bumps into who she thinks is his brother at the airport. Oh, you've described oh. this one, right? And the thing that I like about this movie is it keeps throwing so much weird shit at you that you almost don't have time to sit and think about like, wait, is this actually not his family? Like, it feels like the, you the movie feels like it's going to just be one of those things where it's like, oh no, she fell in love with his brother, but she's supposed to be in love with him. Yeah. How will this work out? And then you find out like two thirds of the way through, this is not his family. This is a family of randos who happen to have the same last name as him and a like a son who has the same name as this guy as well really crazy absurd concept this is the one i always when i look back at it when when we're referencing it like right now i just forget that it's like i think that it's an amnesia one right it's not you would think you might think that there should be a house with no one she knows and right and there is a car crash in it too which also precludes amnesia in most of these movies uh so for me this is probably like a honestly because i just well, yeah, is our first day? Because mm-hmm. we didn't ask, yeah. right? Yeah, okay. Yeah, this is because, like, I, I remember watching this movie, I think because Lee had suggested it, and I was at work watching it, and just my I... jaw dropped when the revelation came out that it was not his <laughs> not family. His I was I was like, this is the first time one of these movies has ever shocked me. Do you know what it's like? It's like while you were sleeping, but also not even that, yes. because it's not the it right family. Right, right, yeah. right. Um, it says I, like, while you are sleeping was... I agree suit. with the premise as being good, but I find this to be one of the most unattractive leading men. Oh, no, he... Oh, yeah. The, the guy the, in this movie. The guy in the, yeah, it's not, it's not a good picture, picture of him. But he's horrible looking. Yeah, he's man. really... I like, believe him. He looks like a yeah. less attractive version of someone, and I can't remember who, but like he's definitely... Is it like a bargain basement? This he's horrible. Guy, I don't know what his yeah. name. I don't know. How I don't to, either. Um, I feel like closer. I looked him up once, and he's done like almost nothing else. So yeah. maybe, maybe we all realized this is this isn't what we yeah. wanted. We got to speed up. We yeah. Which one, one. Do we want to do next? Well, the next one in the list. Yeah. So uh, what is this Christmas at the Golden Dragon? Which none of you guys saw? Nope. Nope. No. Yeah, so you just you just give your give it right. A flash. This is again a Chinese restaurant. Christmas. Chinese restaurant ensemble type movie. The thing that this movie does not do particularly well is you are introduced to these characters at different points before realizing how they connect. And so at one point you meet this woman who's sort of being kind of dare I say a bitch to this one <laughs> kid because like this kid's supposed to interview for like a scholarship or something sure. and he shows up late because he stopped to help a neighbor replace a light bulb. And so he shows up late and she's like, um, tapping her wristwatch, being like, you were supposed to be here 15 minutes ago. We don't give scholarships to people like this. And then you find out that she's supposed to be like this sympathetic, likable character who's part of this family also. Mm. And so it's kind of like, there's a lot going on and it's not balanced particularly well. Nonetheless, I like an ensemble movie. I like that it's focusing on a Chinese cast, which is not something you really get a whole lot of in these sorts of movies. So I would say for me, C. It's, okay. yeah, like it, it, it means well, but it doesn't necessarily work great. I don't think I've seen Christmas. Christmas at the Plaza is another one that's a local it's I the guy did. from um, watched, Timeless Christmas yeah. I watched yeah. that after you suggested it. okay <laughs> it's the guy from Timeless Christmas so he's attractive yep. it is filmed at the plaza in New York which is fun like I again I appreciate when they actually go through the trouble of doing local color well and you can tell also that it just doesn't look like shit and they're trying to tell you it right you know what I mean right and it's probably one of those things where like the plaza put up like two million dollars to right. be like film a Hallmark movie Feature here so us. that we can encourage people to come and stay here and he looks a great actor at the plaza looks amazing yeah it does look beautiful and um, this does have a thing that I love where they're doing karaoke at his family's house and it is playing entirely public domain Christmas songs. <laughs> which I just love the idea that the family has a public domain Christmas karaoke yep. machine. But so, only that. Yes. <laughs> so honestly for me, I'll throw it in B. Throw it in B. Yeah. I agree with that. All right. Christmas I, by Christmas Starlight. Starlight. For my money, it's an S. I agree with you. 
Christmas by Starlight is the I one watch that is it every yeah. year. This is the two. This weeks is notice. almost two weeks' notice. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is yeah. I did watch that the, gay, the gay sidekick, yes. Lyle, so who like has a, a husband, with like a food scientist, right? Husband, and he has like an entire life outside of this. I, yeah. will, I will also be watching this again this year. It's, I, it's a delight. It's the, unexpected. And he right. gets he gets promoted to like CTO or something. Right. Like, like which movie. good for you, Lyle. Yeah. You fucking deserve it. You know what? More gays in the C suites. And I would also say again, similar sliding doors. It does two weeks notice better than two weeks notice does two weeks yes, notice it does i agree next up um, christmas, christmas ever after. after i do oh this is with um ali stoker yep and this is about a this. romance novelist who goes to this like retreat i think she goes there every year i think she's known yes. for going there and like she meets this like widower sort of semi-sad widower and she's like struggling to figure out her next like romance right. she has like a series of romance heroes. novels okay um and she kind of like starts to fling with this sad widower who's like not sure about starting a relationship again he's not that sad right he's, like he's a little sad he's a little sad and he doesn't want he has a, he has a daughter i think yeah and he, he just like hesitant about starting he a also looks like the model for her he romance does, yeah novels. he looks like the model oh, of course right. i was wondering if that was gonna right go. so we throw in a little bit of like vague magic sort yeah, of shit there some vaguely magical stuff yeah because yeah, she kind of yeah he kind of looks like the one that is all over covers it right sounds fun um it's pretty good it's pretty I would good say it's a it's a b or an a i don't know it's it's cute i think i throw it in b like i don't know if i have a desire to watch it again yeah. but i respect that like it's doing some i like ali stoker like, ali stoker is an actor who's in a wheelchair and so like i kind of respect that you know they chose her for the lead of one of these movies and she's a broadway actor too so i always like when broadway actors show That's up in these cool. things so i mean yeah. it's a mark of quality yeah <laughs> right exactly so like you know these people can actually act even if they're not bothering to do it you know that they could <laughs> you have it in you <laughs> So Dashing in December, which is one of the gay movies that came out like two years ago. Is this weird, like, sexy cowboy one? Yes, this is the sexy cowboy one with Andy McDowell. There's no other sexy cowboy one. I don't think I've seen this. No, there's not. This one, um, there is kind of some legitimate chemistry. There is a scene where, like, the two leads see each other in their underwear. And I remember thinking, like... When was the last time like a lead has ever taken his pants off in one of these Especially movies? Especially not a gay one, right? And it's one of like I, I was almost shocked when they did that. I was kind of like, wow, this is like bizarrely daring. I'm kind of into that though because I feel like a, a lot of times they shoot the moon going in the other direction, right? Where, where everyone's kind like, of sexless every, because they want to be really respectful. Right. And it's like I, I get it, thank you, right? But... And so obviously you don't see anything like crazy, but nonetheless, it's like he walks, he like goes into the bathroom. The other guy's like coming out of the shower and like has just his underwear on they're just like oh no like we've seen each other mostly naked what's this one called dashing, dashing in december, december. it's dashing got andy mcdowell and again to be nice to andy mcdowell this sort of thing is her wheelhouse too of right this is, is like this is where she belongs yeah. and i say this with love and that's there's no problem with no andy. there's not you know like she's a perfectly fine actor who in does fine in, in these things mode. yes <laughs> who's like made for the shit so like for me honestly dashing december probably a all right i'll put it up there so okay. we got this is the oh. Lindsay Lohan. One. This is the Lindsay Lohan. Now, one. what yes, is it called? Yes, yes. It's called Falling for Christmas. Falling yeah. for Christmas. It is an amnesia one. Yes. It, I I don't like it. No. I don't love the only it's thing I love bad. is the weirdness of the not John Early bellhop character falling yep. in love with her oh, ex-boyfriend. That's so weird. That's right. Which is the one thing about it that I thought was right. fascinating. Yes. I also thought Wasn't that, that like her boyfriend? Right. It yes. was her it was like in well, because she falls in love with Cord Overstreet. Yeah. And so it was like a first bi character that we've seen. Yeah. Well, and it's what was so fascinating about it is her boyfriend, to my eye, was very queer coded. Yes, he is. Because yeah, yeah. he's much more effeminate. And he's European. He's European. <laughs> right. He's into fashion. He's sort of high strung. He's doing a lot of ah! right. Um, like it's almost like a like a Dan Levy on Chips Creek impersonation yeah, at right. times. Um, so. The whole time I'm like, okay, so he's gay. Is that the reveal? right? Because I mean, there's the scene and where he's with the lumberjack, where like the, he right. gets lost, and that lumberjack That's rescues right. him. That's and we so were watching weird. this, and we're like, is he gonna fall in love with the, the lumberjack? lumberjack? I would have been completely okay. I would have too. Um, but then instead, he gets with the much more normo assistant. Yeah, and. It just happens so naturally, like, that he's like, right. like, Lindsay Lohan is like, I'm out of here, bye. And he's like, well, I have to take someone with me on this vacation. Yeah. How about you? And the two of them, they just have this moment. And they're, they're just well, like, of yep. course. Well, yeah. They both are in the same sort of sphere, because he's her assistant, right? So he's He, like, like works at the hotel, I think, but he's, like, kind of assigned yeah, to, like... Yeah, but he knows, yeah. like, that, like, he's class. He's right. not class. It was, right, right. I would say, class. though, uh, that aside, overall, the movie does not rise to the camp Do potential we... that yeah. is, I think, implied by putting Lindsay yeah. Lohan in this movie. I elevate it from a D to a C with 
that one. I would throw it in a C. I think yeah. Lindsay Lohan is fine in it. Like, yeah. I don't think she's particularly Honestly, bad. it would have been better if she was worse. Yeah. Yeah, that's certainly true. <laughs> now, uh, I remember watching Ghost of Christmas Past. Yes. I don't remember anything about it. So I rewatched this about a week or so <laughs> yeah. ago. I, I wrote down in the sheet... Just a really good movie. It is. But it I is. don't remember. So Ghost of Christmas Past is. is one of is the she one has where to go see her, she has to text her ex boyfriend. Right. She has peace. to like contact everyone she's ghosted in the past. Who's this one? This is a guy who she works with who is helping with the app. And he is also secretly a guy who she kind of was flirting with online on like a message board. You're, that they, they throw off as like an aside. Like her sister is like, oh, like remember that one guy you met online? She's like, oh, like that was just like some rando on like a video game message board. And it turns out that he is that rando yes. on the video game message board. He is adorable. He is adorable. I think she's good. I think the movie is genuinely funny at parts. There, I love that the fortune teller in the beginning uses a snow globe as a crystal yeah. ball, <laughs> and the movie like realizes that this is ridiculous too. Where she's just like, so this is like your crystal ball, and she's like, I got it on sale. <laughs> I thought, in general, this movie set itself apart from almost every other Christmas garbage I've seen mm-hmm. by being self-aware. Yeah, and I agree. in a way that felt fully realized and not phoned in, like, what it sounds like a Christmas movie Christmas yeah. is like. So it's yeah. feeling like an A or an S, which is it? I could do S. I'll put an S. Yeah. I'm, I'm comfortable with an S. Yeah. All right. I'm just going to get it up there. So the next one is, which I saw down there, is Mystic Christmas, which is another new one that came out this year, which also falls under the local color because it was shot in Mystic, Connecticut. Uh, it seems to have been shot actually at Christmas time because they show actual shit happening in so Mystic, Connecticut. When would this have been? Like last year? Last year, I assume. Okay. This is the same guy who was in the Sliding Doors movie, and he was cute then, so like I'm glad that I get to see him in something still, that's still actually... Still cutie patoot. Yes. Yeah. This movie is actually kind of funny at points where I, at one point... The, the whole argument is that, like, she never wants to settle down. She wants to keep, like, bopping from location to location to do her work. And he, like, What's wants to... S- she does something to... It's with the aquarium. It's like... Oh, so okay. she has something to do with, like, helping animals. And he's she says to him something like... Like, well, why, like, why don't you want to leave Mystic? Like, Mystic is still going to be here a couple of years from now. And he says, like, well, why do you want to go places? Venice is still going to be here five years from now. And she's like, well, actually, it's sinking into the river. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> so it might not be. Uh, so there are, like, a handful of actual good jokes in this. There is a gay subplot with uh, one of her interns who, like, gets paired up with a guy who works in a bakery. Yeah. You know, it's not, like, a major plot, but they do some time putting in the shoe leather. So for me, A. Hey. Wow, okay. Oh, yeah. Despite being set in Connecticut, it's yeah. an A. Um, yeah, it is. Did, am I the only one that saw Noel Next Door? Yeah, I didn't see it. I don't know if I remember so, that. So Noel Next Door is like Grumpy Man. Um, grumpy Man. Grumpy Man next door to Christmas Happy Lady, and he's grumpy because. Oh, I caught the end of this. Yeah, one. And, yes. And the thing with the Grumpy Man, they don't tell you until you watch it, is he that he's a stroke right. victim. Right. Which is why he has a cane. Yeah, he has yeah. a cane, and he walks, and his arm is frozen. Right. Um, and he's like a former either a conductor and or a composer. Yes, he has something um, with music. There's like a yeah. the thing with him writing a symphony. At the end he of the he is composing, but I don't know if he's like especially bitter because he used to conduct and he can't now or something, uh-huh. or if he just make it makes composing harder. Because I would imagine you could still compose pretty well with one hand, right? Um, but anyway, he's he's bitter because of his injury and his stroke, um, and he also like I think lost a fiance or something. I don't know. He's yeah. he's upset. He's a grumpy guy. Yeah, he's a grumpy Gus. And it's this thing where like her son. Is like a a ruckus. Right. Has been causing like trouble for this guy. Like he's been bothering this guy. And the two of these meet independent. The guy and the woman meet independently, not knowing that the other one is like that horrible neighbor that they've been having to deal with. And then find out later on at the end, like, oh, no, we you know, you were that jerk who my son's been complaining about. Like why you have that ill behaved boy who's been bothering me, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, because I think that she works this uh, like diner. Yeah, she's at a diner. He like she like witnesses him have like a really bad experience at the at the diner or something and kind of consults him i think anyway it's 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 interesting i did i wasn't expecting like you don't you don't you don't find out about the stroke thing until you watch it i was, right. like, I was like oh he's just a grumpy guy and i was right. like oh shit he's there's something wrong with yes him. <laughs> um and i think it is just like i looked up the actor i don't think the actor is a stroke victim i think he's just mm. affecting a yeah bit. Um, but I was, I was like, well, that's an um, interesting choice for right. a Christmas movie. To start from. Um, but I wouldn't, it's not good. I would say, yeah. I would say it's a C or a B. Um, I'm happy to throw it in C. Actually. I throw a C. Yeah. Um, the next one is also one that I've seen. I don't know if anyone else has seen it. It's Joel McPale. What is this one? Once Upon a Holiday. No. Nope. So it's another princess movie. Okay. Uh, it takes place entirely in the city. Okay. In New York, where this princess is in New York and she... Um, wants to get away from the press. So it's kind of like Roman Holiday-esque. Uh-huh. Um, and he doesn't know that she's a princess. And so he's, like, protecting... not Well, not protecting, he doesn't know, but he, he mm. he's, like, a 
a contractor or like a carpenter or something and he's just like oh salt of the earth guy he's a a real salt of the earth guy and he's like yeah let's let's hang out and um (laughs) eventually finds out that she's a princess i did see this one you're describing and i remember yeah and then at the end like he goes to visit her in her home country and they have christmas together right blah blah blah. um so it's basically like if you want roman holiday where they end up together in the end (laughs) because it's fine in modern day world right right um, I would say it's a C or a B. It's I would throw it in great. C, probably. Yeah, like, it's thoroughly great. fine. It's a movie that's made better by the performers more than anything else. Exactly. Secretly Santa, I do not remember this movie. This is, they they went to a Santa pub crawl. Okay. So they, they met each other when they both had, like, the beard on and the head. Oh, okay. I did see... And they don't, Part so they, they, kick yeah. up, they hit it off really well at this pub crawl, but they don't really know who, who they, what they are, who they are, because right. they got these, like, big beards and stuff on. And they forget to get each other's names and numbers or whatever. Right. Um, and then later on, they meet. So he's a dev developer, an, a sort of veteran developer. Yeah. And she's like an as, like an aspiring app maker. Uh, I don't know. I don't even know if she does coding or she like is learning coding. Right. I just know they're, they're like paired together for some yeah. contrivance. She like has this idea for an app that like she's one over and she, she gets paired up with him because he's like a veteran. He's right. Like, this guy will get you the app. He'll, he'll be able to like make it work and do good. Right. I don't even remember what the app is, but they have to work together and they, they have a contentious relationship. And right. I think that there is like a sort of, um, what is the, you've got male aspects to this where they, where are, he finds like, out that it's her. Yes. And like, but, but they are like, I think somehow speaking to each other uh-huh. through like an app or, or some shit. Yeah. yeah. Right. And not knowing. Um, yeah. And eventually they find out and it's fine. Okay. And they're in love. So it's... <laughs> the chemistry is really good. The yeah. premise is not great. I think this is at least a B. Huh. Um, I'll throw it a B. It's nice. not great, but it's like... It's, you know... It's so fun. Single All the Way is next, which is the Netflix gay movie with Michael Urie, Jennifer Coolidge, Kathy Najimy, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, which I think is a thoroughly average movie it's in all fine. respects aside from the fact that you have like jennifer coolidge and kathy najimi and like even like i don't think michael yuri's bad in it or anything he's not like, bad although okay um uh the the one bit that, that does consistently jibe with me weirdly in that movie is they keep saying how much michael yuri and uh philemon chambers i think is the I actor's remember. name but there's clearly a good 10 to 15 years between them, right? Uh-huh. And that's not a problem. But it's just bizarre that they don't address that when they talk about how, oh, yeah, we've been, like, best friends ever since this one point. And you're like, but how did one meet the other? And I don't know. But it's cute. It's fine. I haven't seen this one. So it's up to you guys to tell I think me. C. I think it's a C. Yeah. It's not bad. It's not horrible but it's, or anything. it's just not, there's very little, there's not a whole lot to, like, recommend yeah. aside from the actors in it being who they Kathy are. Kathy is really wants to set yeah. him up. Yeah. Um, Snowden Christmas. I think this is an A. I think Snowden Christmas is probably an A. I think he's attractive. I think it's a good premise. Yeah. This is two co-workers who are both being told to write kind of competing stories about something to save their online magazine or whatever bullshit it is. And they end up stuck at an inn in a small town somewhere in the Midwest where ostensibly, like legend has it, Santa spent time in this or whatever. <laughs> and blah, the blah. guy looks just like Santa. Right. And the guy who runs the inn looks like they Santa. Look and his like wife Mr. looks and like Mrs. Mrs. Claus. Claus. Like, oh no, could it be them? Yeah. And it's one of those where it's like they're ostensibly trying to help eventually save this inn by sure. finding yeah. some sort of document that proves that it's a... Um, what do you call it? Like a landmark or something? Historical building. Yeah, or right. There's then, a lot of just really good chemistry. Yeah, this one it it gets it goes by mostly on the relationship between the two leads more than anything yeah. else that it's throwing in. I would agree with you. Sounds though. cute. Yeah, it's a cute little. It movie. is a cute it's movie. Not yeah. a complicated premise, but it's good for what yeah. it is. It's a yeah, good. I'd agree. Um, uh, then we've got Christmas Setup, which is the other gay movie that came out there with Fran yeah. Drescher as a woman who celebrates Christmas, which is so strange to see. Yes, just because it's like. <laughs> I, I get that I maybe love Christmas. Well, and, and you're just like, do you, friend? Again, I assume that she was she was born Jewish. She married a Christian guy and was like, "This is my new personality yeah, listen, now. I'm have, getting into Christmas." You can, people, Convert. People contain yeah. multitudes. It's just it, what an interesting choice for a Christmas loving mom. Yeah, yeah. Fran Drescher. Just saying. Uh, this one just wanted Fran Drescher for the gays, really. Yeah, that's oh, pretty um, much it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, which was great choice. I got to. I got to. You know. Say that. Is, yeah. is this the one where... Um, this is the one where you keep saying one of the guys isn't an actor, but he is an actor. You right. Just I think was, he's not I was an actor for some reason. That, but, um, but I was going to say where one of them was on Parks and Rec as one of yes. the... 
like, yes, as one of April's, April's boyfriends. boyfriends. Yes, yeah. and the the other one was um, in Scott Pilgrim, and they met because of Aubrey Plaza. Yeah, who yeah. was in both. Yeah, cute. I like this one a lot. The, uh, yeah. I remember is the guy invents an app that like sort of kind of predicts the future. Right, which yeah. is like, <laughs> it's yeah. such an insane thing it to like is. throw. And like he's like, that's why I'm wealthy. And I guess like to be fair, that would make you very wealthy. <laughs> yeah. If you yeah, was... I've unlocked the codes yes. of the universe. There is also just this. I remember when I first watched this. I can't remember which gay is supposed to be Fran's son. But he's, I, I get that he's, like, written and directed to just be annoyed by everything and, like, yeah. he, like, defrosts eventually or whatever. But he's annoyed, but he's like, oh, you sent me up with this hot guy? Ugh, mom! It's, it's... <laughs> I don't think he's that, the template for him isn't that grumpy or annoying. He's just, I think he's more just, like, you know, he's he's playing the role of, like, city boy coming back home. Right, it's like he doesn't have time to date a hot guy. Yeah. He lives in New York with like, lots of I'm hot a, guys. I'm a, yeah. High-powered New York lawyer, and I must go back to my fancy hot chocolates. Right, <laughs> that's a big thing too, where he's like, the hot chocolate here is better in this in the town. Yes. Anyway, so what would you say? It's good. Yeah, it's I think it's a, good. I think it's an A. Yeah, I'd say it's an A. All right. I'll I don't think right. it's S tier, but it's an no. A. I don't think it's S tier, but I think it's very solid. Do we have any S tier gays yet? I was just wondering then. Uh, not yet. I mean, we only have three S's. Yeah. So far. I mean, do we want to bump this? Up I would to S? bump dashing. Bump dashing. Honestly, you bump dashing up to an dashing. S over. I would put dashing because I think yeah. dashing does it kind of better. Uh, uh, so this, I don't remember thief. this movie. The Christmas thief is okay. He's very hot. <laughs> okay, um, it's got to be said. I get it. Pull up the picture and and hire. So the Christmas Tell thief us about is. It. The lady is like, she's coming back home. She really wants to be a detective, but she has no real world experience in being a private detective. <laughs> um, she just really wants to do it, and there's all these mysterious like. Uh, thieves thefts around town um and so she has to like it she sort of takes it upon herself and the guy in this is like the actual like detective in the town of the local police force who's trying to investigate these and she keeps being like come on let me help and she's like she's sort of doing all these like some like illicit investigations and eventually they sort of team up to sort of work out who is stealing all of these things and there's this like i just remember there's this like neighbor across the street who always just this elaborate sort of like christmas you know how people do the lights turning right. yeah. like I will we'll do this big decoration thing. We have this train set up and like we put out for some reason this incredibly valuable set of jewelry when we do this and we just leave it out. <laughs> and of course it gets stolen. Um and they have to get it back. And I don't even remember who it is, but there is like a culprit in the end. I think it might be like the Bellamy, like there might be like another yeah. guy that like is interested in her and then it turns out to be the thief and like there's like a she she gets like mildly taken hostage for a second and, and then like he has to come in and rescue her. It's wacky. I defer to you for this because yeah. I have not seen this it's, movie. It sounds the like a fun time. The premise gives it a lot because it's so crazy. Um, because there is like an actual like sort of higher stakes confrontation at the end where there is a thief they have to catch. I would say it's a. I'd probably throw it in a B. All right, there's a lot of Bs. I don't. I'm hesitant about it. But. Well, I think that's a probably a lot of them. Too. Though. Yeah. yeah. So, Ghost of Christmas Always, which is a movie that I liked but don't particularly remember. I need to rewatch Same. it again I this year. I love Same. this movie. This was. I remember there. There was. It's basically the premise is that they are like Ghost of Christmas Past, Present, and Future, and every year it's like you have to find someone who much like Scrooge was in the original Christmas. You get assigned someone. Right. You get assigned someone, and you're like you have to help this person do a course correction on Christmas. Yeah. And we find out some crazy shit at the end where like she is meant to be with this guy and she has to be like you know because the pe- these people who died these people who like lived and died and came back yep. to be the ghosts of christmas whatever and we find out in the end that like she was meant to be with this guy and so they're kind of like oh yeah that happens sometimes like some people yeah. have to be put in a holding cell until they meet their soulmate there, and then they this, get thrown like, back into earth there's this like sort of like yeah nether realm where they like are from and there's this door that's like the good place door, right right where it's like sometimes people go through the door and they're like what is through that door and they're like nobody knows but yeah. you know it's your time to go through the door <laughs> yeah uh, and it's like i guess the door to like reincarnation or right like but like yeah it's not even reincarnation it's like she's still herself yeah. right you show up as yourself so. stuff but... yeah yeah but um i want to watch it again because i do remember liking it as well but i will defer to you lee in terms of where you want to place it's it an, it's at least an a okay i say throw in an a because it's it's just really cute they're, they're both really adorable people um the other ghosts are really good like yeah the, the, the other ghosts are good yeah the actors playing there's them. like the sort of like sassy asian lady who's yeah like, like i don't want to i don't want to do this anymore yeah the yeah. holiday, sitter. holiday sitter which i think is the most mediocre of the gay movies that they have done which is jonathan <laughs> bennett this again this is where he he's like 
an uncle who has to show up and watch his sister's kids because of some weird contrivance where like <laughs> they went to go visit their father like and they were supposed to just be like an overnight trip and then there's like a snowstorm and they're stuck there and she's pregnant and she's like well we can't move and so I might have to stay here for all blah, 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 whatever so like the premise is that he kind of falls for the guy who lives next door to them and the two of them get together it I is thoroughly one. mediocre because the guy next door is actually taking care of the kids more often right and yes he to take care of kids yes he does not yeah um I sat through this. It was good. Yeah. B? Yeah, we can throw it in B. I think B is where it belongs, right yeah. in the middle. Uh, so the next one is The oh Night Before Christmas, which is one of the Vanessa Hudgens Netflix Heck. movies. But not a Christmas, not a Princess Switch right. one, which also takes place at Christmas. Right. This one is about a time-traveling knight who is sent forward in the future <laughs> and strikes up a relationship with Vanessa Hudgens. I think the guy who plays the knight is very attractive. Yep. Um, there's a lot of fun time travel nonsense yep. in this one. There's a lot of just whenever they uh, whenever they include that hag woman. Yeah. Yeah. The weird. Fun. Yeah. The weird hag woman who keeps sending people back and forth in time. Um, it's not even really clear what lesson he learns per se, but uh, it's a it's a it's a fun time had by all. There's like yeah. a weird. Isn't there some kind of weird drama with like the ownership of the mother's house? I truly don't remember. Like don't remember Vanessa either. Hudgens, and she has a she has a sister with kids. But Vanessa Hudgens got the mom's house. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't think it's died. like a weird drama. I think it's just that she has their house. Yeah. Anyway, so where would you throw it? I have no idea. Probably C. I think I might C's throw fine. It C. Yeah, it's not, not very good. Not yeah. good but it's, you know. <laughs> All right, Royal Nanny. You guys saw this is a YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. So Royal Nanny, it's um, <laughs> I forget who this guy is, but I've seen him in other shit. Where basically this woman is a British mm-hmm. secret agent who has to impersonate a nanny for reasons that I do not remember or feel like going into. It's. it's Pleasantly contrived. Right. And she's getting along with, like, the kids and their uncle, who is, like, the prince or whatever, who is the love interest for this, and the two of them. Oh, he, the guy who plays, like, the prince or whatever, he was the boyfriend in Ghost of Christmas Past. So it's nice seeing him again, because I thought he was cute there. He's cute here. It's it's thoroughly fine, I would say. Again, it's probably B. It's honestly not that memorable. Yeah, no, that's the thing, too. (laughs) I remember, like, the premise more than I remember anything about it. But yeah. a lot of these movies, they do kind of invite you to check so out. So Santa's Stakeout, that was Yuli. I don't know this one. We've seen it. You've oh, seen it. This is yeah. the guy with the guy that, that we think like should be should have been playing gay, but... Right, Joey Pants. Isn't it Joey Pants? Pants? Yeah. Right. That's all like, I remember, though, about it. Really it's like they think that he might be... He's an ex-con. Right. He's really nice. And he's kind well, of I mean, when I say that's all I mean, like, I don't remember how much I actually liked this movie it's, or not. I would say it's a C. Okay. I think C is fine. It's not great, but it's... <laughs> Santa Summit was another new one from this year that I watched. Santa Summit I liked because it was a compressed timeline, which I always like in movies. It's an ensemble movie, so it's three lady friends who are all going to this, like, basically day-long, almost kind of, like, pub crawl thing for Santa's, where it's like, you know, you're going from, like, the silent dance party to, like, the bar to, like, whatever. And, like, all three of them are randomly meeting guys. Like, one of them's trying to look for this guy who she bumped into in the beginning, and he's like, I'll be here at this point. Like, meet me there. And she keeps trying to look for him throughout the day. The other one is trying to, like, get with this other nerdy teacher at her school that she works at and you know it was another movie that was kind of genuinely funny at various points there's like a guy who i think is my recollection is he's dressed up as a reindeer and is doing like a bike taxi thing throughout town who like they keep meeting throughout the movie they keep getting like thrown in with this guy he's like oh boy you people again (laughs) uh so i I would throw it in probably um at a i think i think i i enjoyed it i would watch it again at some point yeah i'm already gonna have to watch a hateleborg holiday because of you (laughs) the recommendation was glowing punks Spirit of Christmas. That's an S. S. I mean, instant S. That's an S, baby. I mean, if we can can just do this very quickly. He's attractive. He's a ghost. Is this like the sexiest of the the Christmas movies? Well, it's again, you also see him shirtless, which is again, not a thing you see. There's a lot You're of... just not used to sexuality really being yeah, there. Yeah, a premise, yeah. He just, like, kind of has this aura about Right, him, I agree. He's a very attractive he's a, guy. It's just incredibly, it, like, molten steel voice. Yeah. But it's also a bonkers. Right, it's a nutty it premise a involving premise. a ghost. It's nuttier at the end that it's solved by his girlfriend, who he's been ostensibly, like, in love dead? for... Well, yeah, oh, well, yeah. of course she's dead. Right. I mean, she has to be dead. But who he's ostensibly been in love with all these years is eventually just like, you know what, like, if you want to get with this girl and be a human, you can. It's fine. He's yeah. like, yeah. I guess I do. Yeah. Um... But, I mean, yeah. it's a wild ride yeah. up to that point. Three Wise Men and a Baby, which is like the <laughs> Avengers <laughs> of Hallmark movies. Yes. Because it's like, it's Joel McPale, yep. 
Andrew Walker is that guy who's been several of these ones. I forget yeah. this guy's name, but I've seen other things before. It's basically, it's another sort of ensemble type movie where it's literally aggressively ripping off Three, three Men and a Baby, baby yeah. as the premise. Uh, I kept waiting for the one in the middle to be gay because they keep saying, like, the baby is dropped off at his house. Mm-hmm. And the, like, everyone's like, like, are you sure this couldn't be your baby? And he's so assertively like... No, this could not be my baby. And I was waiting for him to be like, because I'm gay and don't have sex with women, ergo, not my baby. That is not the case. He's just very convinced that it is not his baby. It's a pretty cute and fun movie, though. I don't think it's absolutely the highest rated of all of their stuff, but I yeah. think it's solidly enjoyable. B? It's fun seeing all these cute boys. Yeah, B. Um, I remember Joel McPhail playing a sort of weirdly neurotic... He's playing Niles, basically. Niles character, yes. and I, I like that for him. Yeah, I do too. He he does well in this. Undercover Holiday. Undercover... Oh, wasn't that the one you said you wanted to knock off? Oh, yeah, sorry. I right. think I grabbed the picture. Yeah. Never mind. So, Where Are You Christmas, which is the one you said, Chris, which is basically Pleasantville. I think it's worth seeing. I don't think it's nearly as good as the premise would make it think. Okay. I give a lot of credit to Jim O'Hare, who is in Parks and Rec as Jerry, who actually manages to, like, wring something close to pathos from this. Like, okay. I think he's actually quite good as her father, who she's kind of, like at loggerheads with who like he kind of a little resents the fact that she moved away but it's sort of like you know like he does still love her but it's like they have a complicated relationship right now and like the the whole fight at the end boils to him basically just being like i just feel like you're like blocking me out of your life like you don't want me and your mother and it's like he's selling it really well it's like i have to say like you know what props to you that also sounds more emotionally real than most of these movies it is there are some elements of it that i don't care for as far as that goes i would throw it in b Fun, but not as good as the poster and trailer made me think. Yeah. Uh, last one, hashtag Xmas, which I think is how you say it. That's my Hallmark hunk, Brent already in there again. This is <laughs> almost the remake of Christmas in Connecticut that I want, where it's a girl and a guy who are friends, and she owns a shop with her sister. And the shop is sort of like a trend, like, you know, like, it's like, I don't know how to describe but like, you know, sort of like a decor sort of shop and it's a shop yeah kind of like that and they're like they're like oh like we're not doing so great like you know we're not selling as nearly as well as we need to and they as a joke her and him who is like her ostensible friend who they also established like well they established like that they dated years ago and then like she moved away and came back and then they decided to be like just be friends and so like they film a video together with her sister's baby being like like this is our crazy perfect Christmas. Like you know, like like we've got so much like w- like fun stuff. Like look at all like the fun designs we have in our place. And, like this is my husband. I love him so much. And this is our baby. He's adorable. And it is seen by like these two influencers who are like doing this contest to like try and find who is going to get like you know like a promotional like whatever in their online website or whatever. And they're like, we really like these people. Like let's go to their place for Christmas oh, and spend man. Christmas with them. And you know. They have to keep up the room. Right, they have to keep up the charade. They have to keep filming stuff. Like, her mother shows up halfway through, and the mother is like, hey, like, I never get to spend time with you. And I still, like, I just, it starts with the mother seeing, like, the mother's new husband holds up the phone and is like, is this, like, your daughter? And she's, like, holding up a baby with her husband. Like, this is me and my husband. The mother's like, what? Like, she got married without telling me? And... It's, and had a kid. Yeah, right. And so there are certainly elements of it that are kind of overstuffed. The relationship with the mom thing never works quite as well as you want it to. Um, but honestly, pretty solid. Like I said, it's very close to what I would have wanted from a modern day version of Christmas in Connecticut. So it gets a lot of goodwill from me for that. For me, this is A. Wow. Okay. Uh, all right. Let's, um, I'm just going to zoom out. All right. Let's do a quick recap um, of the tiers. Yeah. So, so we got, what is this? One, two, three, four, five S's. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. We have eight, uh, no, seven. So this is yeah, a that's a wide up. It's a wide boy. Yeah, this is seven A's. Uh, we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. That's right. B's. That sounds right. Yeah. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine C's and two D's. Only two D's. Two All right. stinkers. Like, yeah. You know so what? I let's feel just like... say real quick, what are the two stinkers and what are the top tiers? The, let's just right. re- do that quick tiers, recap. We got Timeless Christmas. Yes. Spirit of Christmas. Uh-huh. Christmas by Starlight. Yep. Ghost of Christmas Pass. Yep. Dicing in December. Agreed. Perfect. Um, and then the absolute just Yeah, what, like, were the, what were the two shittiest ones real quick? Forget the two, it. The two shittiest ones are Day, Day by, by Christmas, Christmas Eve and A Tale of Two yeah, Christmases. Yeah, that's, that's right. I think, <laughs> I, think it is, I think it is completely apt that we have a lot in B because a lot of these are just fine. fine. They're fine. They're fine. Right. You can't get excited. You can't hate them. They're fine. Um, yeah. But I, I love this. I want to do more rankings. <sighs> you you saved this, right? This ranking? Yep. Okay, good. Because we need to... We need to There's we need others to we should this, do. Right? Yeah. Halloween yeah. movies... God, well, was... I can I can do this again. I have an account. Yeah, on this good. Um, so 
Well, listen, oh. it took a while. Yeah, this is a long-ass mini. We have to have a better um, prep time for it next yeah. time. But, um, listen, like, you know, this was a long mini, but it's not going to be that long until we release our Christmas episode. Yeah, that's One right. One might say that's in two, two weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> yep, we'll be back in two weeks with that full Christmas episode. Dropback.com is the website. Episodes are there. Jingle our bells then. Yes. Won't you? <laughs> Won't you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs>